Hello, Reno, and welcome to the Spoken Views Radio Hour. My name is Griffin. I'm your host and a member of the Spoken Views Poetry Collective, for which this show is named. Our show brings you poets from your community and around the country to keep you absolutely up to date on the art of spoken word poetry. It is our mid-month show, which means that tonight we're featuring local poets from your town of Reno, Nevada that were on stage at our last open mic just this month of December 2021. We're going to transition right into some of these live recordings. First, we've got Jesse Ziegler, longtime member of the Spoken Views Poetry Collective. With his pieces on the mic live at the Holland Project. Here's Jesse. Bear with me while I share the first of my two pieces, which is simply called Cheers, because during the pandemic, I found myself gravitating towards anything that represented nostalgia, to take myself mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually back to times that I at least thought were simpler when I was living in them, even if they weren't. And my favorite TV show of all time is Cheers. So this is, if I took the Cheers theme song, um, which is Where Everybody Knows Your Name by Gary Portnoy, uh, and that was my writing prompt. This is what I came up with. Thank you for joining us at home. This is Spoken Views Collective. We are at the Holland Project. If you'd like to come down, we'll be here for at least another hour. This is on Vesta Street, V-E-S-T-A, and if you are enjoying at home because you're waiting for the impending storm, thank you for joining us online. Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Sometimes it takes three jobs, being away from loved ones and a volunteer spot, a check-to-check life day-to-day you've grown to hate a lot. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. God, that sounds wonderful. Stupendous, amazing, bizarre enough to upend this life driving me crazy so far with no end in sight. Wouldn't you like to get away? I'd like to go anywhere. The Caribbean, Alaska, Nashville, Atlanta, Edinburgh, Rome, Compton, swim in the Sea Aegean, watch Hamilton and root for Ehrenberg. There is no away. There is only here and now. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. And they're always glad you came. But when my Shah Amazing became my Shah Rona, we couldn't for a bit, then we shouldn't for a bit, and it's more than kind of weird with masks, how and why and when, and we do and don't do it. You want to be where you can see our troubles are all the same. You want to be where everybody knows your name, but our troubles aren't all the same. Nevertheless, I profess in this mess, I'm always glad I came. Even if you knuckleheads will chuckle instead, but never remember my name. I'm always glad I came because this is where the truth is being told. Because this is where gravity doesn't exist. Our shared testimonies lighten our load as they take flight together, touching the night air and each other, forever grateful to know they aren't alone. We are not alone. You are not alone. 
Be glad there's one place in the world where everybody knows your name. Spit and shine, pouring out, filling a spot, unraveling knots with everything we can possibly bring left on the table in this game. You want to go where people know people are all the same. You want to go where everybody knows your name. Which is why I've graduated to being timeless. Which is why I gravitated towards nostalgia. Which is why I've fallen in love with poetry. Which is why I've come in here. Which is why I've come up here. Which is why I've said cheers for what seems like a thousand years, but I'll say it again tonight. Cheers to Karen that we get it right. Here's to lighting up the mic. Cheers to diving right into the deep end of life. Here's to thriving as we like. Cheers to you. Cheers to me. Cheers to our delight. Cheers to sharing tears. Cheers to sharing fears. Cheers to daring to fight this fight. Thank you for being here tonight. This is Here It Comes. Do you ever just start crying? There could be a precipitating event, a song, a poem, a child laughing, a child crying, any animal appearing to get hurt in a film. But I cry at cotton candy sunsets, at brilliant Christmas light displays, watching my doggies run in their dreams, or as I daydream at work, when I'm, over, when I'm overwhelmed at work, and I imagine my partner in crime, who is probably overwhelmed at work too, and we're both wishing deep down in the recesses of our innermost, we didn't have to do this. Whatever this is, seeking relief, crawling into holes and dying each night, disappointed in waking for being reborn and having to do it all over again. If by hope you mean holding on promises expectantly, then yes, I'm hopeful. And hope could be the rarest commodity on earth at this point. Do you ever just start crying? There could be a reason why. A painting, a different poem, a last wish, a first wish. Any film in which the dismissed underdogs win the championship and help save each other in the process of finding destiny. But I cry in antique stores, imagining the lost lives of previous owners of objects and their histories in story form. I cry in traffic, contemplating mortality, significance, poignant verses, legacy, decisions, Regrets, memories, emptiness, and fullness. I cry at weddings, mostly good. I cry at open mics, mostly good as well. Good enough to wish their return rather than cursing the day. If by love you mean sacrificing to death, then yes, I'm a loving person. If by love you mean sacrificing to life, that's a different question. I'm ill-equipped to fully answer. Do you ever just start crying? Like right now. Because you know someone else gets it. Because you feel heard. 
because you feel understood, because you feel you matter, because you feel seen, because you feel appreciated, in spite of your flaws. We all have them. Perhaps because of your imperfections, possibly due to the jagged edges of your stained glass mosaic altar of being, you are at one with the universe right now. And crying is inevitable. Let the stars shimmer across your flowing, knowing you are not alone. You can safely shed the illusion that you ever were. We don't often rescue ourselves. We don't often get back what we lose. Yet, we do often get what we seek. Instructors are trained to teach to the reach. So I look up at the sky through the insulated ceiling of my industrialized incarceration, close my eyes briefly, bring my hands to the edges in wiping away, and sweetly whisper, I love you. God, my partner, whoever is daring enough to read this or listen to it, yes. Yes to all of it. Every nook and cranny of every English muffin, every hot air balloon, every voyage of epic proportions, every unwritten poem of loss and love. Yes to all of it. One good cry at a time. Thank you. That was Spoken Views Poetry Collective member Jesse Ziegler with his two pieces from our most recent open mic. I really love Jesse's pieces because they make me feel so optimistic every time I'm listening to them, so thanks for putting your ears on them. I'm going to stick with the order that our mic flowed in this last week here, which means that the next poet you're going to hear from is actually me. Here's a piece I wrote for Christmas called Any Christmas at All, and I'm choosing it tonight. Because I know this is going to air just a few days before Christmas night. Merry Christmas, Reno. Let's go ahead. Who do we have here? Griffin, why don't you start us off? Oh, you want me to go first? Yeah, if you don't mind. Sure. Hi. Thank you all for being on here, even though it's cold and snowy. I'm going to drive home to Carson after this, so I'm feeling very bold. <laughs> um, now I'll do something that fits the mood and helps me match the tree. Um, we, um, the city of Reno paid us to do a Christmas show a couple years back. That was really cool. We did a show live at Wingfield Park. Um, at the Winter Lights Festival. Yeah, yeah, right at the Winter Lights Festival. That was, yeah. that was all fun. And I wrote this poem just for that, uh, and I wore my Santa costume that night, um, which is just this, but my uh, Santa hat with a black fur, and I'm like, sick. Um, <laughs> my mom bought it for me when I was like 15, and you know, I wear it once a year, so it's going strong. Um, here is a poem I wrote for Christmas called, Any Christmas at All. Dear Santa, when I was a child, I always imagined that you wouldn't read my Christmas wish list unless I'd been good all year. So, I hope you've been watching. 
Dear Santa, this year I would like insulin for every single diabetic, a blanket for everyone who is cold, a bike for Oscar since someone stole his and he walks to school now, a new F-wire for Jenny's old upright piano so that she can play green sleeves when her mother comes by over the holidays. A phone call for Eustace, the woman who lives in the apartment next door to me. She calls out each night when I take out my keys on our shared stoop, thinking I am her grandson, hoping. Hello? Dear Santa, this year I want 15 inches of ice and snow for every school student who has not studied for their final exams this week. <laughs> I'd like a really beautiful wig for Kathleen in the cancer ward who told me her husband used to brush her hair 100 times every night. Dear Santa, I want a night without fear, a dawn of clear light, a full belly and a, a big hug for everyone, a Christmas dinner that everyone makes it to, even Cousin Gabriel, who I can't stand. Dear Santa, I want a Christmas with the right plans and the right time and the right traditions, a Christmas with warm hearths and fresh snow, a Christmas no one forgets, a Christmas we remember years from now while we're sipping hot chocolate, a Christmas with a ham, a Christmas with hands held tight and close together, any Christmas at all, but the ones I love. Thank you. So that was my original piece. I am Griffin Peralta with the Spoken Views Poetry Collective. And you're right in the middle of the Spoken Views Radio Hour here. This is our mid-month show, so we're featuring local poets. Next up, we're going to play a piece here by a member of the Spoken Views Poetry Collective whose stage name is Steph Mystic. Here's Steph Mystic with her original poem. Live at the Holland Project. Steph, I know you just walked in, but are you ready to come up to the microphone? Let's do it. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Steph. Walking around like a zombie, fear would walk with me, 
Holding on tightly, fear would spite me. So I dragged my feet, looking for anything to distract me. A zombie, walking, an old, forgotten town. Empty, endless streets, where I could keep searching for nothing. Oh, unwanted guests, an invitation I never sent. With the wind they came in, dusty parts of the land silence begets. Then, a scream. I screamed, I screamed, like hot red fire started burning. I burned, I burned, while you all watch me. I burn like an oven, wildfire melting metal, burning all the fear trapped in my mental. So I burned it, burned it down. I couldn't see anything but fire around. A door opened up to another place I didn't know. The fire molded into a shape and took my form. I realized that something in that oven was forged. Was it me that was burning all along? Was it me that was angry for so long? Too scared to really feel it and fall off? Fall off of the construct of who I thought I was. Fire burned it. That old zombie's gone. Turned into someone else. I'll bring her along to burn down all the walls that trapped my family for so long. Walls created by the ones who hurt me and got off. The ones who hurt my loved ones. Hurt them till fear crept in their bones. That fear like a poison so much it condoned. Their silence for generations, generations to come. The silence that facilitated my pain for so long. But I'm not falling for that trap anymore. I burst into flames, use my voice to roar. About all the injustice mine and I have suffered. Lifetimes of pain and suffering. Create pathways to our substrate. Judgment weighs my precious heart. While in my hands I hold nothing. I will always face the truth. Reach for the stars. There is no excuse to be a liar. I burn higher, higher. A message to the ones who threw the stones. You didn't break my spirit or my bones. Because I'm fire and I'm strong. Thank you for playing your part. Thanks to the pain I felt for so long. 
I burst into flames. I burned it all. Thank you. That was Spoken Views Poetry Collective member Steph Mystic, and you are listening to the Spoken Views Radio Hour. We're featuring live recordings from our most recent open mic at the Holland Project. Next up, we're going to feature someone who was brand new to our mic and is from outside our collective. This poet's name is Noelia, and we're going to play two poems by this poet back-to-back from different parts of the night. So here's Noelia, recorded live at the Holland Project. Welcome up to the stage, Noelia. that one because you know and consequently the other poem would have been my last one so I thought maybe I could like switch the narrative around a little bit but anyways (laughs) if you guys like what I'm going to write today I thought that you know maybe you can check out my poetry book I published at the beginning of this year it's called Inflictions it's on Amazon but anyways I'm so glad right now because yeah I'm going to get some nervous The weed. I am on the edge of letting go, but it seems like I've been rooted into the earth beneath me. As much as I try to cut myself away, I keep growing back like a weed, entangled in a mossy land with incredibly attractive swamps. I can feel the air swirling all around me, but I still can't seem to take a breath. I take everyone's breath away with my beauty, but that's only because I'm missing my own. Am I more than that? Am I more than just my beauty to you? Am I more than petals? Is it just my scent you smell? Is it just my leaves you wish to touch? I am none of the above. A flower that stared into her reflection and saw nothing but a weed. Why do you want me? I can't seem to stop growing in the places where I am not wanted. But yet somehow, I bloom. I seem to wither when I'm wanted. Why is that so? Do you know what love is? Because now I'm not so sure I know. It's all I've ever given, but can I say I truly know it? If I've never received it. I've always admired the trees and their longevity. I can't seem to live beyond a week. Do the trees ever feel like dying? I've never seen a tree die on its own. 
I've never seen a tree wilt. Sometimes I wish I was a tree because at least when they die, they never grow back. I wish I was a stump to never grow back again, but I am a weed that constantly grows where it is not welcomed. And I keep dying. That's not the worst of it. It's the growing back and restarting that makes me go insane. Thank you. When did depression become a trend? Like the tortured souls who actually do have it aren't being, being, aren't being tied down and beaten with rods of mortality, whose days are being ostracized for no apparent reason. Every day you're at trial for treason, and you're always guilty, trying to cover up the mess in your mind, but your hands are getting filthy. Wipe them down on the covers of the night before, the tear-soaked ones drenched in sorrows that will double by tomorrow, laying down, convulsing, screaming internally for it to stop, to go away, but it's made its bed to stay, sleepovers in my mind, they don't want to wake up, I'm tired of always being the one to clean up, toxicity, if it wasn't in me, I would leave, see, I can't, your friends may be toxic, your family too, but see, I can't leave this insolent vessel of mine as hard as I try, gripping at my sides, trying to pull myself apart so I can hopefully dissolve into nothingness. I won't ever get my body back. Depression is possession, but no solution, no exorcism. This entity has become me, has become mine, eats me with fascinated hunger, but will vomit me back up to start all over. It's never over. So excuse me for attempting to end my life if the pain won't go away. You can't blame me for deciding to be the counterpart to leave. Maybe one day, it will leave and take me with it. Nothing has ever stayed with me for so long, has ever connected with me so deeply. Nothing has ever committed to me like this. A lonely friend of mine it isn't. A perfect lover who squeezes my eyes shut for enduring surprises? Not at all. My depression is not cute. It's not trendy. It's not yours. So stop making it seem pretty. It'll be anything before that. Mm -hmm. Unless you find a beauty in a death that isn't intact. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in, Reno. This has been the Spoken Views Radio Hour. You've heard poets from your own community tonight. If you'd like to find and participate in spoken word events in your town, you can find the Spoken Views Poetry Collective hosting an open mic or a slam every third Wednesday of the month at the Holland Project. You can also find us to keep track of events at Spoken Views Reno on Instagram and Facebook. I'm going to leave you with Spoken Views Poetry Collective member Steve Elegant. Here he is, closing out our night with his original poem recorded live at The Holland Project. Tonight, I'm not going to call myself Shelley, but 
For the last few years, I've felt like Ozymandias' feet stuck in the stone before a plaque that tells how much of that barren landscape is now his home. That the pieces of me I've left behind are just sitting there warm and falling apart in disrepair. I've been walking so long in these same shoes, and no matter how many times I get them resold, it still feels like cement dragging me down. I am happy at this point in my life. I am good with everything that is happening to me now, but I have so much baggage that I just can't seem to tear off, no matter how many seam rippers I break. I've been trying to live a better life. I've been hoping that this world would be better. I've been dreaming of a time when I would feel sated and go to bed happy, knowing that I'll wake up tomorrow happy. But even still, there's that fear that tomorrow I will wake up bawling from everything coming back into my mind. There's a portion of me that wants to tell the world that it's gonna be better. That my plaque reads, it's all gonna be okay. You just have to deal with some stupid shit every once in a while. But even I don't believe that some mornings. Even I have to look at myself in the mirror and say, I'm sorry. Because tomorrow, I'm gonna do this again. Thank you, everybody.